This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. The city council overrides the mayor's criminal justice vetoes. It's Wednesday, January 31st, and this is your New York Daily News. Wednesday's forecast calls for cloudy skies in New York City with a high near 40 and a low near 34. Before today's top story, Mayor Adams proposed $250 million cuts to preschool programs and youth services will drive more working-class families out of the city, according to a letter from a coalition of more than 100 organizations obtained by the Daily News. Close to 8 in 10 families cannot afford to pay for child care or after school, according to the Citizens Committee for Children of New York, part of the so-called Campaign for Children. Advocates say further reductions will only make a bad situation dire. The warning comes amid growing concern over the affordability of the city for middle- and lower-income families. And New York City and five other large blue state municipalities filed a friend-of-the-court brief with the U.S. Supreme Court on Tuesday, urging the court not to limit Americans' access to a widely used abortion pill. The brief said a Supreme Court ruling reducing access to the pill would put added pressure on strained municipal hospital systems, including NYC Health and Hospitals, the nation's largest system, by forcing them to carry out more abortions at the expense of other care. The city's 33-page brief comes in a closely watched case over the fate of mifepristone, one drug in the two-part sequence typically used in pill-induced abortions. The conservative-leaning Supreme Court is considering vacating or limiting the drug's quarter-century-old Food and Drug Administration approval. Find these stories and more right now at nydailynews.com. The city council voted Tuesday to override two rare vetoes issued by Mayor Adams, the How Many Stops bill that will expand reporting requirements around low-level NYPD stops and another aimed at banning solitary confinement in city jails. The veto overrides cap a fraught two months for the mayor and city council Democrats who have sparred publicly and frequently in a heated debate over the impact of both pieces of legislation since they passed the chamber with overwhelming support in December. During a rally on the city hall steps before the override votes, Council Speaker Adrian Adams zeroed in on the police transparency bill, known as the How Many Stops Act, which has attracted the most public attention amid the veto battle. The bill will require NYPD office to log basic info, like race, age, and gender, about every civilian they stop as part of an investigative encounter, an expansion of current rules the Speaker said is critical at a time unconstitutional police stops of black and brown New Yorkers remain common. The NYPD's Federal Monitor found last year that nearly 25% of stops conducted by Mayor Adams' signature modified NYPD plainclothes units were unconstitutional, and 97% of the individuals targeted in those stops were black and brown. The Monitor's findings were key in propelling momentum for the How Many Stops Act, as supporters of it argued increasing reporting requirements to cover all investigative encounters is critical to discourage cops from confronting civilians 
without a legally valid reason. Under current rules, NYPD officers only need to log information about so-called Level 3 stop, which involve confronting individuals reasonably suspected of a crime. That leaves out Level 2 stops, which must be based on a lower, founded suspicion of a crime, and Level 1 stops, which don't need to be based on suspicion of a crime at all. In his push against the bill, Mayor Adams has said he'd be okay with requiring reporting for Level 2 stops, but that disclosing information on Level 1 encounters would be too big of a burden on cops that it'd pull them away from other, more pressing duties. The mayor even asked that council leaders sit down with him after the override so they could talk about potentially excluding Level 1 encounters from the bill. Asked whether she'd consider that request, Speaker Adams deadpanned to the Daily News, We are not looking to amend this legislation. All the questions should have been handled way before we ever voted on the legislation. Public advocate Jumani Williams, the main sponsor of the How Many Stops Act, added that eliminating the Level 1 requirement defeats the point of the legislation. That's not a compromise, that's a gutting of the bill, he said. In the end, the council is getting its way, on paper at least, as both the How Many Stops Act and the Solitary Confinement Ban are supposed to take effect in July, now that Adams' vetoes have been overridden. In recent weeks, Adams has also publicly pushed back on the solitary confinement legislation. He has insisted solitary confinement isn't used in the city and that the bill would make Rikers Island and other local lockups more dangerous by restricting the city Department of Corrections' ability to put inmates in punitive segregation. The bill to ban the practice has been pushed by council Democrats for years, citing studies from the United Nations determining that extended times of isolated confinement amounts to torture and greatly exacerbates the risk of suicide. The override votes that forced both bills into law Tuesday didn't happen without some drama. As Speaker Adams attempted to formally receive the vetoes, a technical step necessary to kick off the override process, Brooklyn Councilman Kalman Yeager, a conservative Democrat, interrupted to say the council meeting hadn't been properly noticed and that it thereby needed to be postponed. Yeager's complaint resulted in the council having to vote on a motion on whether the meeting itself was valid. The motion passed quickly, but Yeager tried to complain again on procedural grounds, prompting Council Majority Leader Amanda Farid to bang her gavel and say, you are out of order. The council was then able to receive the vetoes. For more on this story and for the latest in New York City politics, visit nydailynews.com and follow us on social media at nydailynews. Thanks for listening. My name is Imran Sheikh. Spoken Layer Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.